Mistro Bean Hazarda. Antir I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Hello, and welcome to Don't Read the Latin. Yeah, do, do you know we still have a podcast? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I, I, I almost forgot. It's been so long. It made me so sad. Oh, in in, in packing up the gear to come over here, I, I, I realized that I didn't know where that powered USB port Ooh, was. I was going to actually text you to remember you. Yeah, to remi- to exactly. Remember you? To remember me. Okay. Uh, I've had a drink. Okay, tonight. cut. Starting over. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Don't Read the Latin. Um, oh, don't no, don't drink his water. <laughs> that's the new name of our podcast. Oh, don't drink, don't drink water. water. That that sounds bad. The more I think about it. <laughs> uh... So, well, should, so what exciting things have have you been up to? Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, this is the first time we, we've podcasted since I got a new day job and no Yay! longer have to, you know, live in terror of keeping body and soul together. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> so that's been good. I'm, I'm way less stressed with it. And we've been so excited to have one last podcast before, before Halloween. Halloween. And, and, and we utterly failed. Shit just went wrong. And the main reason I feel bad about that is that it means we didn't get to tell people in time that they needed to watch Tales of Halloween. Which was wonderful. Yeah, we, we fucking loved this movie. And um, the thing is, I've had, I've talked to people who, you know, are people whose opinions I, I respect, and they hated it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I just thought it was fun. It, my, my biggest beef when you see a, a movie that, that is like an homage or honors a genre of movies mm-hmm. when they apparently don't like it very much. And um, it seemed clear to me that, that the people who made this not only loved horror movies, they loved Halloween. Halloween. And, and, and just, it yeah. just seemed to be such a love letter. I swear to God, I will make a purse out of you. Stop. I sure hope you're talking to the cat. <laughs> uh, come see, come see. Six, yeah. yeah. Six and one half dozen of another. That's right. Leon, you're heating. I put on a little, I have a, an extra large heating pad that I've been using because it's been cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the weather is. I'm My like, electric blanket died. No! I know, yeah. I feel, I feel bad about this. You'll have to get another one. I, I am going to have to get another one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, in, in the vein of what have we seen lately, the Tales of Halloween was a lot of fun. And it had uh, the, the woman, the, the, the Elvira-esque, you know, fluff the tits every oh, time yeah. the, the doorbell rang, <laughs> is the woman from uh, Let Us Pray. Okay. The, the police All right. officer. I know you were spotting my, cameos throughout this. I know. And right. it, it made me very happy when you're like, I'm so glad I'm watching this with you. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Because I can't. Stuart Gordon. That's I can't recognize faces for Mick shit. But, but, you know, I knew the names. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's nice that they're in there. <laughs> finally, like, you know, about three quarters of the way through the film, I was finally like, that's John Landis. I yeah, recognize him. I know John Landis. <laughs> <laughs> I know his big, dorky looking grin I anywhere. I know. 
yes. Um, uh, it, yeah, if you haven't heard of this, it's, it's an anthology piece. Uh, it has ten segments to it, which, which when we were going into it, it... And it's got a really a really long opener where you're like, yeah. seriously, because it's crediting, it gives everybody in every segment credit. Yeah, which was a starts, which is a little odd. But I, I think deserved, because, I mean, everything was just good and, yeah. and fun. And I was really worried when I saw it. it was ten segments, but I never really felt like anything dragged, and I never felt... Um, I was I wasn't disappointed by a single one of the segments. Yeah, I mean there definitely were highs and lows, but all of them were good. And I can't even say that for Creep Show. Like I I'm there's the, the last segment like, of Creep Show is yeah not fantastic. But yeah, it was just fun and and exactly what I wanted. I'm glad you mentioned Creep Show because that's going to be relevant to something else that, right. that I did see lately. But as long as we're uh, we're still talking about. Anthology films having disappointing segments. I, I, I got to mention one that I finally flipped the table on because this oh, yeah. was like my, my my third attempt to to get back into watching it was uh, the ABCs of Death. Oh, that fuck that noise! That is just too many, and it's just ugh. The, the the too many I wasn't worried about, but because they're only like each of them are only like two minutes long. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, on 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 my third attempt to finish the thing, and I wasn't even halfway through, you know, at this point. <laughs> I started up, and the segment that I was watching, I was not enjoying, and, and, I, and I thought back, okay, what, what's been the batting average on these so far? You've yeah. liked maybe half of them? Fuck it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm done. So, yeah. So I table flipped that one. Um. Um, in movies that I've... I, I completely... Uh, this has not been the Halloween I wanted, this yeah. is, it's, it's been just a stressful year. Because and you, you missed my reading. So what I missed your reading. Everything was disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really just didn't feel like I, I had a wonderful Halloween itself. Okay. I okay. Really, but really but the, the whole, taken as a whole season. You as a whole know. season. Because, I mean, like, and I felt the same way last year. Because, I mean, it, it was like October, November, where the events preceding... <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. humongous life change that has occurred in my life yes. really kind of reared their head about that time. So everything was just kind of, you know, I didn't feel like I really got to enjoy my favorite holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> and like the year before, um, we went to that big festival at Cinerama where we oh, saw yeah. like a I, bunch I of horror movies. I wanted to do that again. And, yep. and, and last Halloween season, they were closed. Yeah. And this year, I didn't hear people about them doing and, any horror movies. And like the, the year before, when we did the uh, the big festival at Cinerama, I also did like I was writing every day, and I was um, kind of celebrating my love of horror movies. I mean, I haven't written a review. I haven't I haven't yeah. even touched anything with my horror blog in the longest time. Um, I am really happy that I have seen a couple things now that I really enjoyed. And, and what I've seen over the last month, basically since we last recorded um, has all been kind of in the celebration of Halloween. Mm -hmm. So I saw um, tales of Halloween, which is just a blast and fun. Um, watched Hocus Pocus. With. I have still never seen that. It's I so need to sweet. fix that one I, these days. I saw yeah, it, really it looks late, adorable. But yeah. it's really, it is. It's really sweet and and a lot of fun. And again, celebrating Halloween. And then, um, I, I actually was going to this year, but then mm -hmm. I just never got around to it. Yeah. And then I watched The Monster Squad. I'm oh, actually yeah. watched with, that with Halloween. Love. I love cool. that movie so much. Um, and not in. Oh, I'm going to leave that one for last. Um, I watched a whole bunch of Halloween specials. <laughs> I watched, um, actually watched uh, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, twice. Watched it I once with Tacla and watched it on Halloween. 
Um, I watched Garfield's um, Halloween Adventure from like 85, <laughs> I think. Um, was introduced to this really strange. So, so Jim, uh, new boyfriend Jim. Um, or it's not so new anymore. All the shiny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of him. You, you can't take Boyfriend him back at this Jim. point. Yeah, you know, no, the receipt I, is lost. Yeah, the receipt is yeah. lost. I'm stuck with him now. The warranty's going to run out <laughs> real soon. <laughs> uh, he loves his Halloween specials. And one of the ones that he showed me was one from the late 70s called Witch's Night Out. And all he had was this terrible YouTube rip. That right. was like, it was just the quality of it was awful. The sound was awful on it. And he, he waved that red flag in front of my face of, <laughs> there was never a DVD release of this. You can't find a better right. co- copy of it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he showed it to me. And it was very sweet and very wacky. Um, but I, I went on the hunt immediately upon watching it and, and found a DVD release of it. And you know what? Uh, there doesn't appear to be any really legitimate copies and I'm pretty anti-piracy. I've covered this before. Um, but I, I don't really feel that bad if there is no legitimate way or you're not actively paying money to the, to the actual creators. Like if there's no legitimate way to do that, I'm not going to feel bad about paying some vendor or somebody on eBay. I I bet somebody online the other day, um, because he, he was like, you know, here's, here's a, a Vimeo link to room 237. And normally I might let that slide, yeah. but he posted this in a forum for filmmakers. Oh. And so I, I, I commented, I was like, yes, so anybody, you know, who, who wants to watch this legitimately, and since, you know, most of, you, most of us, that this is our living, uh, that I assume that's going to be pretty much everyone, you know, it's also available on Netflix. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and he tried, you know, arguing back at me, but I was, but... I, in my younger days, this would have been, you know, a long, tumultuous, horrible, drawn-out thread yeah. that didn't convince anybody. But I'd said my piece. And yeah, you I, let it go. Yeah. See, my biggest issue with it is it doesn't fuck over. I mean, everybody's like, oh, give it to the man. Who fucking cares? Because it doesn't hurt anybody who's already in the money. Yeah. Who it fucking hurts is independent and up-and-coming filmmakers where when their shit gets shared... They don't see a profit, and they never get another fucking opportunity. And, and I think that's super important to us horror fans because, because that's where the action is these days. Exactly, is the it's in, independent. So, but anyway, so I, I I bought potentially a you know completely non legitimate copy of Witches Night yeah. Out, um, and uh, especially for for Jim and we just come back from uh, my very first trip to Disneyland where we went to Knott's Yay. Scary Farm. <laughs> uh, where oh my god, if you were in the California area and you have the opportunity to hit Knott's Scary Farm, it is a fucking delight. They had like ten horror haunts and mazes that you would go through. I had never even heard of this before. Ten you different told me themes, about it. That's and fantastic. they were so good. And and I think I don't, you know I mean he knows I like horror. But, you know, you never really know what somebody's reaction is going to be to people, like, going through these mazes where it's dark and people are very definitely trying to frighten you. Yeah. And you would see, like, these, you know, that that young girl who just starts screaming, covering her face. And they would follow her through the whole thing because it was constant payoff. Right. You know, me, I shriek like a little bitch and then I start giggling. And then if they get me really, really good, I shriek like a little bitch. I start giggling. And then I might stomp my feet a couple of times and wiggle my arms because I'm really excited because they got me so good. And then I giggle, 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 giggle all the way through. And 
they don't follow me because apparently that's not the um, reaction they're looking for. I, I'm pretty sure I shared this post. Um, you remember you remember David Kazay? Uh, Deuce. Oh yes. Did, did Can't stopping Deuce. Yes. Yes. Did, did Did you see his post about uh, when he was working at a, a haunted house? Oh, did he? That would be perfect for him. <laughs> so apparently, uh, he, he was a clown that year, and apparently there was this one woman who came through who was terrified of clowns <laughs> and who had the worst, most evil friends ever because. Her friends were just totally egging her. Oh, there he is. You know, he's going to get you. And, and so, you know, he was supposed to stay in just the one place. But he was like, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm going to have fun with this. And so went ahead in the maze and, and, and ran Got into her it again. A couple of more times. What a bastard. And then, <laughs> and then, um, I don't know where where the, 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 the victim was at this point. Um, but... Uh, her friends talked him into getting into their van before they swung <gasps> oh around to pick God! her up. <laughs> that is so something he would do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so, so he's saying, you know, he, he's lurking in the back and is, um, so like, it's, come on, it's okay. And she's like, no, he's out here somewhere. It's like, no, 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 I promise you he's not out there somewhere. <laughs> and he's in the back and like, well, they're not lying. They're not, they're not wrong. <laughs> So she's probably traumatized for life. Probably, one of the most know. beautiful yeah. things is they have this one section that's, it's this big kind of L. So it's got, you know, you kind of curve through this area and it's kind of the ghost town area where they mm-hmm. have these people who are, you know, it's very Western and they, they look like spooky dead Western people and ghosts. And um, they have these people who are so fucking good at their job, but basically they're wearing near knee pads and stuff on their shoes so that when they slide through the area, it shoots off sparks behind That's them. That's cool. And they have this amazing way of stopping right before you and, <laughs> and, and coming up right behind you. And it just scares the poop. And we just kind of set up shop and just sat and watched them Sure. Literally like a half an hour because they would literally just disappear into the shadows. That's fantastic. And then come out. And uh, um, there is this beautiful moment where this like just completely done up kind of hag witch style woman comes swooping up and Jim's just so gleeful. He's so happy. And she swoops up right into Jim's face. And of course he's not like, Ooh, he's like, yay. She does this cross on his forehead and and she goes, this one's mine. And I'm like, "Eh." easy come, easy go. I was like, it was bound to happen. But he was just so gleeful to have like been like you yeah. know pulled That's out fantastic. amongst the crowd, and it was just <laughs> wonderful. But it was when we came home from that that I I discovered that I had Witch's Night out waiting for me, and I was able to like set him up in front of because I have a huge projector and a theater screen mm-hmm. in my room, so I was able to you know make him close his eyes, come into the living room, start start the video, and then as soon as the credits rolled up and the show starts, I you know like open your eyes, and this like <laughs> horrible like staticky you know, is all of a sudden crisp and clear. That, that had to have been amazing. Tears. Yeah. I, I saw tears forming in his eyes. It was, it was, that's the best, you know. It, it's been really weird to me to watch like seventies Doctor Who in HD. Oh. Cause I'm kind of like, this, this looks wrong to me. This is supposed to be blurry and fuzzy. fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> so. I never knew it looked this good. That's amazing. Uh, and then the last thing I'm going to bring up is what I'm showing this Friday for my horror movie night yeah. is the final girl. And it is Final Girl, Final Girl. I think it's Final Girl. Final Girls. But it's wonderful. It is a complete play on, like, Friday the 13th. 
and the the slasher um, of the really early 80s. And it has a, a girl who lost her mother who was an actress. And her last big role was really this like teen romp where she was one of the camp counselors. And mm-hmm. uh, after her mom passes, get sucked in and go see it. And then they end up in the movie. And the casting on the slasher film is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and, and they... You know, it's again one of those situations where they very honestly love the yeah. the genre and love the style, and it's done so lovingly. Um, but you know, with a wink and a nod that aren't making fun of it, but you're like, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good, and so that enough so that I wanted to immediately show it. Yeah. So, so have um, you seen anything else? I, that... I, I have seen stuff. Um, because I'm a tremendous hypocrite, the movie I watched on YouTube recently yeah. uh, was uh, Lambetto Bavo's Demons. Okay. Which which you may have heard of. It's the one that that's, takes place in a movie theater. Okay. When, when basically, it's kind of like, um, you know, Wreck or Evil Dead in terms mm-hmm. of like, they're, they're zombies, but they're like demon-possessed okay. zombies. I'd heard of this movie for years and it looked... It's big and lie, ridiculous and it stupid. Didn't, it didn't look like anything I wanted to oh, see. Oh, yeah, no, no, don't. It's not um, for me, it's completely for you. Yeah. Well, it, I ended up, like, kind of giving it half my attention by the end of it. And I felt like the movie was getting increasingly desperate to get my attention back. Because, you know, towards the end of it, you've got things like, you know, uh, a guy driving through the movie theater on a motorcycle with a sword. Why not? And, sword. And, 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 you know, a helicopter crashes through the roof. And, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm sorry, movie. We're, 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 we're done here. Yeah. But I'm glad I finally saw it, because I've been meaning to for a long time. I didn't watch a ton of stuff during during yeah. October, and so, you know, the Sunday after Halloween, I was like, that's it, fuck it, I'm watching horror movies all day, which ended up being, like, just three movies, but... but that's still but up, Still, you know. yeah. And that was, I watched the Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Oh, I haven't seen that forever. Yeah, yeah, really likewise. And some I found out afterwards something I didn't know about it, is that it's kind of unofficially Creepshow 3. Oh, okay. That, that a ton of the people who worked on, on Creepshow uh, also worked on Tales from the Dark Side the movie, mm-hmm. and they considered it that. Okay. Um, and one of the segments that's in it uh, was originally slated to be in Creepshow 2, but apparently, budgetarily, they didn't yeah. think they could pull it off. The only one I really remember is The Gargoyles. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. I, it, it was kind of great because... I hadn't seen it in so long that I'd forgotten it. Yeah. And it was only towards the very end that I remembered what the twist was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, no, no, no. Because, it, yeah, it's so fucking sad. But there was something else. <laughs> and now we've reached the same with podcast where Jen takes her bra off. That's right. right. Yeah. It's my bra and my boots. They just come off. <laughs> oh, Surprise. <laughs> Too bad this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> Now, the, the, the action figure of Jen just has a little button on the back, and you press it, and just, yeah, just, yeah, it flies, flies off. Yeah. Maybe you uh, use it as a weapon. <laughs> then she takes down the monster. Your detaching bra. Um, but the, the other thing that I didn't know about that is apparently Tales from the Dark Side, the TV series, grew out of an attempt to get a Creepshow TV series made. Oh. No, and, I that. Yeah, I had no idea. And apparently, you know, the rights were not working out and they were eventually like, fuck it, we don't we don't need the name. Let's just yeah, let's just call it, it something else and, and, and do something else. So I had no idea that the two were this closely related. And this delighted me because while I was wa- watching this, I was like, man, this feels like creep show. It's not quite as yeah. over the top with its visuals yeah. in the same way, but it it had that sensibility really, to it. Like I don't remember any of the segments, except for the the gargoyles, but I really, really remember from the Tales from the Dark Side 
the TV show. Like, I remember the opening, and, like, I remember finding the opening really scary. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. see what else did i watch i watched a little indie flick that i'd been hearing about recently called coherence have you, have you heard of this no. uh, really interesting premise it's kind of sci-fi horror and it's done totally low budget and you can tell because it's you know a tiny group of characters and one house yeah and and that can be done really well and then sometimes you can tell that it's yeah. a constraint <laughs> but but it, it takes a while for the characters to figure out that it's one house because, um, you know, this comet has gone overhead, and they've been warning people on the news that, that there could be weird effects from the comet. And so the power goes out in their neighborhood. I think I've heard you have heard of this. about Yes, this. this was really good. Um, and they, they noticed, well, there's this one house, you know, a couple of blocks away that, that its lights are on. And that's the only house around here that has its lights on. Yeah. No. And so they try walking over there and there's realize that it's their own, yeah. their own house. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it gets kind of mind-bendy from there. Yeah. In a way that almost reminded me of Primer, except it, uh-huh. it's not nearly as smug. You know, it actually does lay <laughs> yeah, things out for you a little more, <laughs> a little more clearly. I'm liking it, but it's pretty smug. Yeah. <laughs> Have you uh, noticed how smart we are? Because <laughs> we're really smart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know I saw a third thing that night. And what the heck did I see? Uh, rats. I, I, I don't have it. Maybe it'll come. It'll back. come back. I, I presume it'll come back. Um, one thing that we haven't mentioned is our theme for today. We have covered most of the decade. Well, we've covered most of the recent decades. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't covered the seventies, which I really like. Yeah, we 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 said during the the eighties uh, episode that that's probably our favorite mm-hmm. decade for horror movies, and I think that's true. But I think the seventies has a pretty strong claim at being the best. Yes. And, decade and, I, and, I and love, the most influential. Yeah, and I love uh, the flick. I know, because <laughs> I'm getting caught now. Just press the button. Press the button. Choo! <laughs> choo, choo! Why, why is she attacking them with her clothing? <laughs> well, that's what she does. Then she'll knock it over with her ass. The final yeah, the final exactly. blow is when I knock it over I, with my ass. I'm picturing this in like anime style now. You know, yes. like speed lines and yes. flying through the air. Yes, and, yeah. and then my butt knocks them their head off in geysers of blood. Magical girl Jennifer Lovely. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so the theme is is the seventies. And um, oh, well, that's another one I'm going to talk about is I, I have fallen in love with, I have a new genre I'm creating mm-hmm. called the, I have accepted, I am a woman and I have accepted my dark powers and I'm not going to feel terribly guilty about it. <laughs> and now I'm going to lay waste to everything. Yes. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> yes. 
So I'm going to start out with um, Scream Factory had a recent release, and it was one that I saw a long time ago. And now I'm going to kick myself because I still can't remember her damn name. But it has Sam Elliott of the mustachioed Sam Elliott. Not Missy Elliott. Like Not Missy. We established oh, this in previous episodes. <laughs> terrible. But it's um, basically a... A boyfriend and girlfriend are, like, living somewhere here in the U.S., and she's, like, an interior designer or architect, I don't know, but uh, gets a job offer over in England, and they give her, like, a $50,000 advance, which is even more back then. Right. And he's like, well, who are these people, and how do they know us? And she's like, well, I just, they say I come really well recommended, and she's like, well, I don't know if this is going to turn out to be a job, but she goes, I just want to go there, because I want to travel to England. She goes, I would like to leave, like, two weeks Motorcycle going back. Um, I want to go there early, and if it turns out to be nothing, then we go, and we've had, you know, two weeks in England. Yeah. So they get there, and they're driving along these, like, back roads, and they get nearly run off the road, and his motorcycle they're riding gets damaged. And it's this rich man in his car, and he's like, why don't you come back to my my estate, what have you, and um, we'll, you know, send your motorcycle off to be repaired. And they've, they've got an owner of the house who is an invalid who lives upstairs. And all of a sudden, these other guests start arriving, and some for some reason, they keep not being allowed to leave. And it's called The Legacy. I don't know if I mentioned it. I can't remember if you mentioned it. I mentioned it. The name okay. is The Legacy. And it, you know, it's just, it's, you know, uh, kind Very of... classic gothic setup. It, it yeah. is. Yeah. And, and honestly, there's that's one of the things I really like about a lot of the 70s is that gothic flair. Oh, yeah. Did you see Crimson Peak? I haven't yet. Okay, neither have I. So neither one of us is in a position know, to talk about I, it. I um, we, we will we will we two? at least one of us needs to see it before the next podcast. Yes, and that could be months. So yeah. Oh, that's so funny! <laughs> I am not divorcing anymore. I'm officially divorced. My divorce cannot eat evenings in which we are supposed to be doing things because it's done. Anyhow, um, but no, it's that, that very gothic flair of we're all in this house together and people playing off of each other and um, yeah, the two times that I've just wanted to go see it. I just haven't been in the mind space and I really want to enjoy this. And I know it's going to be really in that dark, bloody Gothic, yeah. you know, romance ish, not really horror, which I think is why a lot of people um, aren't loving. Oh yeah. yeah that's what explicitly said in the interview. It's this not is a not a horror movie. movie. And, and okay. so, but uh, the legacy is in that same vein and it is, it also kind of ends with, yes, I'll accept my dark power. Um, at the very end, that's kind of spoiling things for you a little bit, but um, but it's just fun and you get to see naked Sam Elliott as he's getting in a shower. He's very oh. young. He's very young, very taunt, approved, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet still very mustachioed. But it, no, it's really good in his. Um, really, the mustache just covers everything in that. Yeah, scene. I know. It's so so you can hardly, yeah. very lush. <laughs> like a rainforest. I <laughs> No, it was really good. Nice to I, I really, really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, so there's there's my first uh, entry into uh, 1970s horror was the legacy. Okay. So um, I have a big this huge printout, so you're gonna hear my fluffy, fluffy, fluffy of course again. Uh, and don't forget to like hit it for emphasis when you damn it because yeah. Um, I can't throw anything at it because I, I can't lose any more clothing. The, the first, <laughs> <laughs> or else we have to change the rating on this podcast. <laughs> um, 
the earliest thing I have on my list from 1971 is a movie that I wish I liked better than I did, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people love it, and that's The Abominable Dr. Fibes. I have the uh, Scream Factory's Vincent Price collection. Oh, and it's in there. Uh, and it's in there, because they've done two, and I haven't bought the second one yet. But the reality is, is there's a lot of Vincent Price's older horror I haven't seen. Yeah. And I want to. So, I, you know, I loved, maybe it's a movie night. There. I loved him in that. I think the sets are fantastic. Beyond that... I was really kind of mad about it, and, yeah. and, which made me sad because the, the the friend who showed it to me was somebody who really loved the movie. And, Miranda? No, okay. uh, uh, Riff actually. Okay. Um, the one I really want to see from that um, from that collection that I think is not seventies. I think it might be late sixties. Is Witchfinder General? Yeah, which I'm pretty I've sure heard that's is, late is, Yeah, I've heard that one's really vicious. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, and I really would like to. Yeah, well, I've got the collection. I, I need to eventually get the uh, the second one they did, too, but I just haven't watched it. Um, another one from, from 1971. Mine's, that... mine's in alphabetical order, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I saw this when I was a kid, and I haven't seen it since, mm-hmm. but, I, but I loved it at the time, was uh, Willard. I've always wanted to, because I really like Bruce Davison. Yeah. So. I remember the remake a little better, and that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun. The Chris one with, with Crispin Glover, yeah, because he's always entertaining. Yes, and he, yes. Um, and I'll give you the one last one I have from 1971 before I hand this back <laughs> over to you. Um, and that's one that uh, I I wish more people knew about, and that's Duel. Okay, Steven Spielberg's television mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly, where, where, where you know you never see the face mm-hmm. of of the antagonist. It's just this truck that's trying to fucking kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And the other thing that really struck me about it, you know, because because I watched it for the first time only a few years ago. Yeah. Um, is it uses a device that movies have completely abandoned at this point, and that's voiceover narration for the characters' thoughts. Um, and I was watching thinking, this is, yeah, and and I I was watching thinking, this is really effective, I'm sad that's gone out of style. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it it really gave you, you know, a lot more insight. Um. I don't know where to start, because (laughs) mine are in no particular order, so. Well, that's fine, you can just, you can just grab random ones. Um, one that I, I love that, again, is in that slightly gothic style is Burnt Offerings, which I showed yeah, for movie night. Yeah, which I, I miss. Oh, you still haven't seen it? I still it. haven't seen it. I really want oh, to. Oh, oh, you, oh. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And, it, it sounds um, fantastic. It's another one of those where they're kind of, you know, that takes place all in a house. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you don't know if it's the people that are bad or if it's the house that's bad or it's the atmosphere or, like, what is right. affecting or causing everything to go so horribly wrong. Um, and, you know, again, in that wonderful chewing the scenery, uh, Oliver Reed is just, as the father, is just menacing. Oh, he's, oh, he's just so yeah. good. It's just an absolute wonderful, wonderful film. Um one that I don't know if you've seen, and I, you know, I I wish I loved it. It's another one of those that I wish I loved more sure. than I did. Uh, uh, but it's still a really good performance, and and one that I've thought about showing for um, horror movie night is Alice Sweet Alice. It's a really early oh, yeah. Shields. Yeah, I think I've seen it, but I barely remember it. Yeah, it's a a girl uh, whose little sister is going in for her like first communion is killed. 
and uh, Brooke Shields plays <clears throat> this <clears throat> plays her sister, and it's just they don't know. It's just a, a kind of a whodunit yeah. and a, a lot of interplay with uh, different characters, and it was just really good. I really liked it. Cool. Yeah, I I, I definitely want to see that again. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this this kind of leads me into a segment that I wanted to do here. Um, and this is that I love a lot of titles from the seventies <laughs> because they're, they're, they're amazing in a way that, that, that was like in style at the time and has gone completely out of style yeah. and, and people would not name a movie, anything like this today. <laughs> Alice, sweet Alice is kind of an example of yeah. that, but, but, yeah. I, but I have this list here that I just want to read off movies <laughs> I've never seen, but, but wow, these so titles, fine. And yes, I'm, I'm kind of laughing at the titles, but but on the other hand, I also just really admire that, that they were clearly just trying to to hook people as hard <laughs> as they could just with the title, and that's how you end up with movies called things like "I Drink Your Blood." Oh yeah, uh, the lady in red kills seven times. <laughs> Let's scare Jessica to death. To death, which is actually a really good film. Yeah, uh, I that one I, I, I say I haven't seen it, but I think I have. Really have. Yeah. Uh, uh, she killed in ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, the corpse grinders. This one sounds very thoughtful. The killer reserved nine seats. <laughs> you know, most killers, they, they don't put that kind of forethought Hot into, into you know, yeah. It's like, what's that? We have a reservation? How, oh, what? Oh, okay. how many are you planning on killing? Well, well I reserved nine, nine. <laughs> Table for nine. Uh, sometimes Aunt Martha does dreadful things. I... <laughs> I kind of want to write a story and that, that you know uses that, as many of these yes. as like uh, the house that dripped blood. Yes. The night God screamed. Blood of ghastly horror. Just looking through, um, in in mine, mm-hmm. uh, I have the eerie midnight horror show and the erotic experiences of Frankenstein. Oh yeah. In those same yeah. vein, I haven't seen them, but you know. Uh, three on a meat hook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that's a movie that only could have gotten that title in the 70s. Yes. Um, and now the screaming starts at the meeting with Joyous Death. Did you mention the night Evelyn came out of the grave? That's not on my list. No, that, 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 but it should yeah, be. But it should be. That, I'm that literally just looking through my list and, and finding ones that the incredible, the incredible two-headed transplant. <laughs> the killer must kill again. Oh, yeah, I have that here. I have that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right next to Blood-Sucking Freaks. Uh, the Red Queen kills seven times in our vein of let's number how many times we do Oh, yeah, that's, that's an alternate title for The Lady in Red Kills Seven Times. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Sadist with Red Teeth. Oh, that's good. Uh, God <laughs> Told Me To. Which I think I like is really it. evocative. Yeah. And, and that's one that I could almost picture somebody calling a movie that, that today. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite titles of all time. <laughs> Children shouldn't play with, with dead, dead things. things. <laughs> uh, along similar lines is Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Yes. Uh, and I also have Nude for Satan. Mm-hmm. Did I already mention The Killer Must Kill Again? No, but there you go. Uh, and, and finally, I know we've mentioned this one on the podcast before, but it's just such an amazing title. I have to bring it up again. And that's Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Yes. <laughs> so that's my segment on amazing titles of the 70s. <laughs> uh, oh, one that I'm going to mention really briefly, just because I, I think it kind of belongs. 
in the same conversation of the legacy and burnt offerings um, is the legend of Hell House. How is that not on my list? I don't know. Good lord. Yeah, that movie is fantastic. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen it before you showed it. I just I love it, and it's um, again it's in that that gothic vein of overwrought, and yes, and and uh, and, and it reminded me of the third thing that that I watched on Halloween. Yes. Um, and I'm glad I finally did. And what reminded me is the fact that you know the um the the investigation. In, in that movie is, you know, very scientific. You know, they brought all this equipment. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of along similar lines, I finally watched uh, the BBC's 1992 movie, I think it is, Ghost Watch. I which, thought I'd found a copy of that, and it doesn't work. So, oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's terrible. Yeah, I know it did get a DVD release. Okay, well, then I can, um, I can legitimately buy it then. Um, it's pretty fantastic. I really think you'll like it because it, it's a good. Really it, 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 it's it. a it's a nice slow build up and slow burn, and by the end, it, it's just kind of fucking terrifying. Yay! And, and you you may or may not know that that it wasn't banned exactly, but there was enough outcry when they first showed yeah, it. Yeah, because, BBC because said, they used to We're not going to show this for at least ten years. Wow. Yeah. Because they used real newscasters. They used real really, newscasters. It was very and, more of the worlds of them. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they presented it as, this is really happening. And one of the things that makes it just incredibly effective is uh, they keep getting calls throughout the mm-hmm. evening from people who weird things have started happening in their houses since the broadcast started. And so can you imagine if you were watching this at the time yeah. and you didn't know it wasn't real? You know, that that this is clearly starting to affect people all over the place. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I'm going to throw out a couple of titles because I wish um, one that I, I know we've mentioned in previous podcasts that I, I know you said that it really bored you is Audrey Rose. Yeah, yeah, that's all I remember about. Like, I, I need to I need to give him another shot. I think I may uh, have been. You know, I it, it's one of those where I like because I, I really like uh, Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that same vein is Magic, which is the ventriloquist yeah. movie that he did, and they're good. Yeah, I want to see good. that one. And I, I've, I've got it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not fantastic. I mean, it's you know, it's there are ones that are in this that are so good. Yeah. That um, uh, one that I'm going to mention that uh, it, it always gets held up, and I, I want to give it another watch. And plus, I'd really like to see it now that I have the big screen. Is Don't Look Now with uh, Donald Sutherland? Yeah, I really want to finish watching that. I, I started watching it one night when I was too damn tired to have any business starting watching. Yeah, the movie. and it's it's a slow burn. And, and next it, thing I knew, Netflix had taken it off. Yeah, I've got the. I, 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 there's a a new Blu-ray of it. Again, I think done by Screen Factory because, dude, I should get some kind of like, like seriously, because like I can about Screen yeah, Factory. Yeah, like, nobody's business. Screen Factory should should sponsor this show. <laughs> um, if they wanted to send us any review DVDs, fuck you know, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know how people. Because the thing is, I've talked to people that you wouldn't think are that big that you know write reviews and stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, I got on a list, and now they send me stuff. And, yeah. I, I think, I, I, I think we'd have to get a lot more prolific in our reviews yeah, probably so. for that to be the case. Now, I don't know why uh, Audrey Rose reminded me of this one, but it did, so I'm going to mention it. Um, and this is one I, sh- I should give another watch to. I 
I remember liking it at the time, and I remember it kind of had a fairly big effect on pop culture at the time, and now it's been almost completely forgotten. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, The Eyes of Laura Mars. I, you know, it's one of those names I've always heard, but I don't know that I've ever seen it. It's a shtick that I've seen done several times since in in terms of it's about, you know, a psychic who is seeing Mm -hmm. what this killer is doing and is helping, trying to help the police catch this killer. Uh, But it's, and I, I, that's probably been done before that, but it was Mm -hmm. the first thing that I ever saw that, that used that motif. Um... Two, two that I want to mention that uh, uh, one is the Sentinel. Um, oh yeah. Where uh, he's uh, like a photographer who I can't remember if he like moves into this apartment building that has a gateway to hell. In that, it. That seems like something you'd want them to mention on the real estate <laughs> listing. And yeah, the thing is, I'm worried though that I'm I'm mixing up the Sentinel and the Tenant. I'm pretty sure the Sentinel is the gateway to hell the, and the, the something. Tentinel. The Tentinel. <laughs> or the Senant. The Senant. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, and shit I didn't like. Um, <laughs> I, I, I saw a showing of the town that dreaded sundown. Oh yeah. Obviously, yeah. and and did not like it. Yeah. Um, but but boy, that was definitely filmed in the seventies. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> I I'm going to mention one that. I saw, I watched it ironically. You, you know yeah. what I mean. I, I thought, oh, this is this is going to be just just kind of ridiculous, and I ended up liking it way better than I thought it was uh-huh. going to. Is Blackula? Actually, no, Blackula is really well it's done. It's really good. Yeah, it has <laughs> it has a ridiculous title. Oh, something I haven't seen, but I did notice while I was was uh-huh. uh, researching this is apparently there was also a, a, a horror movie in the seventies called Blackenstein, which I assume you know is uh, along similar lines. <laughs> Wow. Well, There's and, also and, the creature and, from the Black Lagoon. No, wait, that's not. I'm sorry. Um, in one of those, in, in, in black exploitation, there is a movie called Abby, which I haven't seen at all, but it's um, the Black Exorcist is kind oh. of what it's considered. I'm, I'm glad they that didn't I've, call it the, the Black Exorcist. The Black Exorcist? Because that's, that's uh, not that a That happens the step too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Blackenstein isn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that reminds me that there's um one that... Uh, I really want to see uh, a Spanish film. I think it's called Archivo 253. Never even heard of it. May have the number right. Uh, I just randomly uh, ran across somebody online saying that, oh, okay, this is uh, Grave Encounters done well. Huh. I and I was like, I like Grave, Grave Encounters. Encounters. Does that mean I'm really going to like this one? So I'm going to have to check that out. It's probably terrible. You know, I, I'm setting myself up <laughs> way too setting myself up way too far on that one. Oh, speaking of terrible movies, there's one that I have to mention here purely for 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 why I ended up seeing it because I thought this was kind of brilliant on 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 the this guy's part. Uh, we have talked many times about the suck fairy. The, the, <laughs> Yes. That, that horrible creature. That movie you love, and yeah. then you go back to watch it and realize the suck fairy visited. Yeah, and now, and now it's terrible. Now it's terrible. Um, is a guy I worked for who knew I was into horror. He'd seen this horror movie when he was a kid. It's a 1970 TV TV movie. Excuse me, 1972 TV movie called Gargoyles. Hmm. And so he he handed it to me saying, "I have really fond memories of this." Oh, that doesn't. And, and I bought it, and I haven't gotten up the nerve to watch it because what if it's terrible? So I want you, you to watch, watch it, it for me. me. <laughs> and I watched it for him and went back and gave him the DVD. And I was like, hold on to your fond, fond memories. 
And he's like, okay then. And as far as I know, he never watched it. Yeah, well, that's probably sensible. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a brilliant idea. (laughs) Uh, A movie that I'd heard talked about that is really hard to find, and I actually only um, got it because I set up a TiVo um, search for Uh it. And there's, you know, there's certain movies that are out of print, never got a... Well, it had a VHS, so I've got a VHS copy of it right. too. But it's uh, it has it goes under two titles. There's the Haunting of Julia or Full Circle, and it's an old um, Mia Farrow. It's got a really gutting opening, um, and I never feel really terrible about spoiling things that happen in like right. literally yeah, the yeah. first three minutes of the film. Basically, a, a woman's got like a tween daughter. She's probably like between somewhere between eleven, twelve. And uh, she starts choking as they're having breakfast, and she tries to give her a tracheotomy. And, and oh God, you told me about this. Yeah, when the uh, the yeah. ambulance shows up, she opens the door, basically catatonic and covered in her daughter's blood. Yeah. And then she like immediately leaves her husband. They kind of, they institutionalize her for a little bit, and then she just takes off. That, and that trumps even "Don't Look Now" in terms of mm-hmm. a, an immediate know, tragic, horrible. Don't look, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's gutting and. Um, but basically, uh, she she moves into this like brownstone. And I think I can't remember if she has the whole place to herself or if she's just she bought like a portion of it, condo esque. But um, there starts to be like a haunting in the house of like where she starts seeing a little girl, and um, it's you know it's got a twist at the end. The, the unfortunate thing is it's really hard to find. I mean, I found a VHS copy of it and I recorded it on TiVo. Because yeah. they have the uh, wish lists that you can start where right. random stuff will play on TMC, you know, or TCM, Turner right. Classic Movies, right. in the middle of the night. And so, but it was but it was really good. So, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. See, I mean, there's, you know, there's like the really, the, the really big movies that oh, are linchpins but yeah. you know everybody fucking talks about those movies I yeah but, but I, I at least want, want to call out the fact that they happened in this decade yeah you i know. mean there's alien alien texas um, chainsaw massacre texas chainsaw massacre halloween halloween Oh. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Which That's actually isn't, isn't really talked about that much. Yeah. You, you find, you know, true horror, horror aficionados love Black yes. Christmas. Because, you know, it's just... What? The, the reason that I saw it was because was because somebody caught me on it. I, I was I was claiming that, you know, Halloween was, was the, the earliest, you know, to establish the, the slasher. No, flag. yeah, Black Christmas came out. And they're like, it. nope. Nope. And I was like, what? Black Christmas, four years before yeah. Halloween. What? Yeah. And yeah. Margot Kidder, like, screaming, like, a, oh, my God, so much, so much cursing. I've never heard fuck so many times. <laughs> and that was my complaint with uh, the remake, as I'm like, it's like. Not enough fucks? Not, not enough fucks. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck, apparently. Uh, the Omen. Oh, you know, man. It, 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 again, things that, that have cast this huge we mention, yeah, shadow. We mentioned Carrie, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Jaws. Ooh. See, now I feel like Jaws has gotten, like, it's so iconic now. Mm-hmm. And, and you still hear people say, like, oh, I was scared to go into the ocean for, like, a decade afterward. Um, but I feel like people are kids younger than us. Don't remember how fucking scary that was. Yeah. Like, well, I, I I hadn't seen it until I was an adult. Oh, um, I yeah. only saw it like three years ago. Mm-hmm. What did and you What did you think? 
for the most part, I was tense, but but not, you know, horror movie scared for most yeah. of it. And I was like, this is good. I'm enjoying it. And then there's this one jump scare of a body they find underwater in, mm-hmm. this, in this sunken boat. Yeah. And I jumped out of my fucking seat. Yeah. So, so that... I think, and I think one of the biggest things with Jaws 2 is that it was um, translatable to other people that weren't genre fans. Like, it wasn't just horror movie fans that sought out Jaws, yeah. but everybody saw yeah, Jaws. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was fucking um, It was, you know, in, in a, I think in a lot of the way that you hear things like The Conjuring mm-hmm. brought up, that people who weren't horror movie fans saw it and were like, ah, it was so scary. Uh, did we mention Phantasm? You have not mentioned Phantasm. I, I fucking love Phantasm. Yeah. Um. You know. And then you have the beginning of Cronenberg. Uh, yes, and absolutely. He, we, he, he turned out some amazing stuff during the 70s, uh, starting with... The Exorcist, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The, the Exorcist was, like, hugely, ridiculously... Influential. Uh, here it is. The, the earliest Cronenberg I have on here um, is uh, 75, and that's Shivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he also did uh, The Brood yeah. in the 70s and Rabid. Yeah. And the thing that's amazing about all of these is that even, you know, watching them now in the 21st fucking century, they feel transgressive. Yeah. You know, because the way he dealt with sex, yeah, and sexuality and squickiness, mm-hmm. like it still makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can't remember for sure whether this is in Rabbit or whether it's in in Shivers. I think I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm going to talk about it again. Um, <laughs> the scene in that just kills me. In in the um, opening scenes is. Where this this scientist type has has caught up with this this fairly young girl who's infected mm-hmm. and kills her and opens her torso and is pouring acid into it. Yeah. And Cronenberg films that in a way that you would think would be too simplistic, but it fucking works. He, it, it's just one shot with the camera like across the room, so it's mm-hmm. so they're just kind of in, in the medium distance, and it feels just so impersonal and documentary like that it really just brings home yeah just just how incredibly horrible it is so so yeah Cronenberg honestly did did some of his best work in the 70s yeah um I became a fan of his because of you know The Fly yeah which I still think is is a great film but having gone back and watched his earlier stuff after after falling in love with that has really impressed me uh oh my god have we not mentioned The Wicker Man was saving that one. Oh, you were saving that one. Yeah. I can well, pretend I, mean, I didn't no, say that. No, yeah, I just... Uh, we can cut this part. <laughs> don't cut things. <laughs> the Wicker Man is just... I, you know, I honestly... I saw it when I was younger, and I saw it in this big group setting, and the Wicker Man, Wicker Man deserves a greater intimacy. And, yeah. And it, and, and it almost needs... You almost need a little life under your belt to get how just and then I put it in this completely cross way but you realize how fucked he is the moment he gets there absolutely yeah um yeah. that that he's doomed and 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 watching that that slow descent 
um, of, of it just crushing around him. There, there's that great shot where one of the, the girls in the classroom has, a, I think it's like a bug tied to a piece of string yeah. or a nail and it's walking around and getting around tighter just getting tighter and tighter, tighter, yeah. tighter. And that and is such a, yeah, yeah that, that tells perfect. you right there what is happening with the lead character. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, but I feel like it, it's, it would be lost on, on youth. That's probably because, true. You know, it's just, you, it's just so good, and and I'm I, I appreciate it so much more now than when I saw it when I was hey, younger. Hey, have I ever told you who I would cast in, in the lead role in, in doing doing a good remake? Not not Nick Cave. <laughs> not Nick uh, not Nick Cage. Cage. Um, Cave. Cage. Nick Cave would be an interesting choice. choice. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, that that that's a role that that I would love to see Martin Freeman play. No, he's kind of got that everyman. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good fucking Jennifer. <laughs> Uh, this is not technically a horror film, even though it has horror in the title, but I'm sure it's important to many of our listeners as it is to me, and that's the Rocky Horror Picture Show from 1976, <laughs> which, you know, at least uses all of the tropes yep. of the loves, horror genre. It loves, yeah. Yeah, it, it just revels in horror, even if it isn't really, really a horror movie, and so I, I think it deserves at least an honorable mention here. Um... I'm kind of going through my list. Um, one that I haven't seen but I've always wanted to is Martin. Yeah, you you definitely should. I own it. I, I, I just haven't seen it yet. It, it, it just kills me that, that, you know, Night of the Living Dead is utterly, completely famous, and, and Martin is one that even a lot of horror fans haven't heard, heard of. of. Uh, and, and I think in a lot of ways it's a better picture. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, it, it, for those of you who don't know, it's also a George Romero film is the reason mm-hmm. that I'm mentioning it in the same breath. Um, Have you seen Tourist Trap? I haven't. I have. I've seen it once, but I really feel like I want to see it again. Because um, I think it was one of those movies that I watched while I was doing other things. Yeah. And I, I just felt like it needed a little bit more attention than that. Um... Did we mention Invasion of the Body Snatchers? No, nope, but we should. We should definitely mention Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I know there was an earlier version of it, but to me, this is still, like, the canonical yes. version. Well, they're both really, really good. They are, I, yeah. I love but, both of them, but Donald Sutherland just, there's a... It kills it. it, it yeah, yeah, he's so good in that. Um, I still I still use his, his screaming. Yes. When he <laughs> scream as, like, an icon. <laughs> Um, um, some little wacky ones that I kind of want to mention are um, one of the things that were also really big in uh, uh, the 70s is like the TV movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really have any specific ones, but um, I thought I'm trying to remember. I think The Initiation of Sarah was originally a, a TV movie. I think you're right, but... Um, but there are there are a lot of really, really good and, and big name people who did... Some, oh, yeah. some TV movies. Duel was originally a TV movie. Right. Um, there, and I'm pretty sure the initiation of Sarah, which has Shelley Winters chewing up the scenery <laughs> and a really, really young um, Morgan Fairchild, which they did a, um, a remake of it recently and had uh, Morgan Fairchild playing the Shelley Winters kind of matron character oh, okay. later, which it comes across a lot differently with Morgan Fairchild because <laughs> you know isn't really allowed to age. <laughs> 
I want to say It's Alive was a TV movie, but I'm not 100% sure. don't know about that. But It's Alive again in the 70s. And, and it's one of those movies that I, I saw in the late, late movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much earlier than I probably should have, about the same age that I saw, you know, Kissing the Phantom of the Park. And... I have still never seen it, but the reason that it's on my list is because when I was about 15 or so, I, I read the novelization of it. Uh-huh. And just spent the entire time reading the novelization and going, Really? So somebody tried to pull this off as a movie, yes, and, and just imagining what I, the effects must look like was yes, and it's really bad. Um, but also, one of the things that I've heard held up was um, a guy who watched it right when he was about to become a father, <laughs> and he said that it really seems like a poor choice. It, it was probably a poor choice. Well, you know, I wanted to watch, you know, Aliens and oh, yeah. my baby shower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he said you really because you know they used to kind of shush men out elsewhere and he goes it really kind of spoke to that helplessness you feel as the Mm. husband or the father yeah Yeah, i can see that um because even as you're trying to be involved in a way you're not yeah because you're not the one giving birth um and he said it really affected him uh so um another one that i'm not certain if it was a tv movie but it kind of hits that same vein in my brain mm. uh, when a stranger calls with uh yeah. carol kane and and colleen dewhurst um it, basically where that has the babysitter and and she keeps getting these tortured you know have you checked on the children and then at the you know the in i'm sorry this movie's from the 1970s and i'm going to spoil it a little <laughs> bit but the you know the kicker at the end of it is they're called the call is coming from inside the, the house, house. And, and what what really fascinates me is that that has passed into pop culture mm-hmm. but if you if you mention the title of it to people they're not going to know what yeah. you're talking about so but it, i remember watching it and it still held up really good because i've never seen that one i, I would like to um oh this one's a, a TV movie that I was not nearly as impressed with as I <laughs> thought I was going to be from hearing people talk about it forever. And I, I know we've talked about it before. Salem's, Trilogy, Trilogy, oh, Trilogy of Terror. Trilogy of Terror and Salem's Lot um, are both Oh, yeah, television. that's TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fell asleep on that one. Which, you know, the book <laughs> utterly terrified me when I read it when I was eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is, yeah, too early. Maybe possibly too early yeah. for, for that book. Um, but I turned out fine. And, and they were... <laughs> Sure. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> and you know, I there's a lot of the stuff in Trilogy of Terror still really still really held up for me. Um, but I know you really talked about the, the Zuni doll, just not It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't think the balloons are scary and balloons they're, are not scary. Crazy. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna go even farther than that. Um <laughs> from from what I remember of um this is like like horror fan blasphemy, but I'm going to lay it out there. From what I remember of the miniseries version of it, I didn't think Pennywise himself was that scary. Yeah, you've already you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, you're wrong. I I, I know everyone else thinks he is, and and I hate saying that because it's Tim fucking Curry, and you know I love Tim Curry. You know what? It's the same vein as the West Craven of you know he's fucking wonderful, and he might have a couple of misses here and there. I personally don't think it was was a miss, but um, one that I want to bring up that I still really want to show you is the other from 1972, which has the uh, twin boys, you know, and uh, one's good and one's bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that because that's that's it's really really totally up my alley. Oh, I know we've talked on the podcast before about our fondness for the little girl who lives down the lane. Yes, 1976. Need to show that one again. 
Uh, I'm going to mention a couple here that I'm glad I've seen. Yeah, are they, kind of, would, are they spinach horror movies where you're glad I, that you? Yeah, kind of. You have kinda. knowledge of them. And and, and you know the, these were were really really hard watches. Um, and that's uh, Last House on the Left. Yeah. And I spit on your grave. Yeah. Um, both incredibly hard to watch. Um, the the revenge element of them yeah. towards the end is, is satisfying, and and they're really effective movies, and they're good, well done movies. But Jesus you fucking only, Christ, movie, I'm, I'm glad. Movies you only watch once. Yeah, I'm glad I got them out of my way and uh, don't have to watch them again. Yeah. Um. Here's one I really fondly remember, and people barely talk about it anymore. I think it's been pretty much forgotten. Uh, Demon Seed. Did you ever see this? No. And I, I've heard the name a bunch of times. But you, but you don't know the, the setup of it? No. And it has people in it I like. It's about this uh, intelligent supercomputer that basically ends up d- deciding that what it needs to have, you know, to continue in the world is a more or less human child. And so enlist someone's help for this. And when I say enlist their help, I make that sound way more voluntary than, than it is. Um, but it, it was really fucking disturbing. And it's another one that I think I saw way too young. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got kind of Christie in it from uh, The Haunting. Can, can I completely spoil the ending of it yeah, for please, you? Please, why not? Um, when, you know, this child is incubated, hatched, you know, whatever. It comes out looking like this this alien creature, you know, this kind of insectoid creature, but but then um, the, the person who's dealing with it ends up realizing, no, this this comes off, this outer layer. This is just like a protective layer, and, and the child looks, you know, completely human under it, and then opens its eyes and says in this just really deep, terrifying voice, I am alive. Ah! And that's the ending of the movie. Ah, and, yeah, and and, and that like, has oh, really wait, stayed with me. Better. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, no, thing. not everything is okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know this is one that that uh, neither one of us are wildly fond of, but I, I I certainly think I have to mention it as as important, and that's Suspiria. I t- I even I tried to watch it. <laughs> Because I have it on fucking DVD. <laughs> I put it in again, and I'm like, oh, I just, i got to make it through this, and I don't want to. Yeah. I just, I, I, I am going to give it another shot. Uh, now, Especially now that I've seen a lot more. Italian. Well, not a lot more, but. More. More yeah. Italian horror. Um, and so, I feel like I have kind of a better grasp on what that genre does and doesn't attempt to do. And, yeah. and one of the things that it doesn't attempt to do is, is make sense. Yeah. And honestly, that's the, that's what I've heard about. Um, the, the, the Fessenden acted in movie that I want to show for a horror movie night. One of these nights, uh, we are still here. Oh yeah. The director is, has this hard on for old Italian horror. Yeah. And so that entire movie is meant to be completely an homage to the genre. Yeah. You can tell if you, if you've seen any, any Italian horror, I, I felt really fucking smug about this at the time because it really specifically reminded me of, uh, the house by the, the cemetery. cemetery, which I really want to see. Yeah. Um, that's, that's like, that's one like the, the, the one Italian movie. horror movie that I would recommend Meant to you. Me. Yeah. Uh, and even that, you know, there, there's, there's like one scene with a bat and by a bat, I mean a rubber fucking toy. <laughs> you know, that, that, that you're like, really? They shot this and thought, you know, yes, that's perfect. Print it. <laughs> and go. Yeah. 
Um, but, but for the most part, you know, it, it sets up this really creepy atmosphere and keeps it going. Um, but Suspiria, I want to give another chance to, because every single time I see stills from it, like when, yeah. when somebody posts a gift set on Tumblr, say, I'm like, every frame of this is gorgeous. I love all the colors, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I, I remember when I first saw it, I just, it just left me completely cold. I loved the soundtrack, but I didn't think the soundtrack had anything to do with the fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, there's a lot of those where they always use, um, was it Goblin? Goblin, yeah. And stuff, yeah. And, you know, again, it, it, it's fun music. It, it, it's great, you know, synth. Jarring. Yeah. It's jarring um, when, you, when you pair it with the movie. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was the thing that was... Um, uh, fascinating about watching about watching Demons yeah. is it had a lot of mainstream 80s music like Billy Idol and you know <laughs> yeah and, and, and during the opening credits when it's listing the bands you know with songs from us like what? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a little distracting uh, but yeah Suspiria I want to give another chance to uh, something else from, from the 70s that's uh, you know again really beautiful and it, it, it's it's a, an a movie that I definitely enjoyed looking at more than I enjoyed watching, mm-hmm. is, I think is the best way to put it, is uh, Herzog's version of Nosferatu. Have you yeah, seen that? No, I haven't seen that. It, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's on the it's on the grand list of, of stuff I probably should watch. Did we ever mention Amityville? We didn't, but I really I, I still really enjoy that. Oh yeah, I, I do probably too. enjoy it more now yeah. than I did when I was a kid. Yeah, I think I do too. Um, and the more I think about it, because I've been thinking about it this afternoon, I think that's the one that's been hugely influential on American haunted house movies ever oh, since. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I've got two more on my list here that I'm going to totally cheat on. Okay. Because they're, they weren't released in the seventies. They're 1980 movies, but yeah. I think, but I think, but obviously they were made in the seventies. And I think you will. I think you will agree with me that both of them have you know more of a '70s feel than I do an '80s feel, and that's Altered States. Yeah. And the Changeling. Oh, see, I was like, oh, the Changeling, and then I realized it came out in 19. 19- I fucking love the Changeling. Yeah, but but but, it's, but it's totally a '70s oh, it movie. Complete. You know? It's got that gothic. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Oh, it's just so good. 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 And yeah. So, and, so, and and finito because I'm, I'm I don't have anything really left. I don't and, have anything. And I'm tired. Left. Oh, okay. So I should, I should, I should fuck off then. Is, uh, uh, oh, um, in uh, the the it's really funny because I've been watching Gravity Falls, which is this. It's kind of Twin Peaks for children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and had my friend Mal over, and I actually we're kind of talking about it. So we watched the very first episode. Of it because I think I've got like the first season right. on uh, like my Amazon streaming. I still I think I've got the first season. It's, I, it yeah. is really I, I do good want to. and it's wacky. But the thing is, is um, they've been stretching like this season has been going on for over a year. Disney appears to be just fucking it over, mm. um, and kids don't seem to know about it because I mean, yeah. there's a lot of adults that I know that know about it. And when I went to Geek Girl Con, there was a lot of um, Gravity Falls cosplay. Um, but uh, in that sense that, say, like, uh, Miss, uh, Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Inc. Um, has a lot of Lovecraftian and, and a lot of horror sure. tones in it, so does uh, Gravity Falls. Uh, a lot of things that I think are probably missed by kids. And But this last season has been dragging out, and, like, you're only getting, like, a new episode, like, once every three weeks. Mm. I mean, there's no consistency to the episodes coming out. That's a problem. It is a problem, and you can just tell it's setting it up to fail and probably never to get that third season. Um but 
they're, they're this last two seasons and, I, and apparently they're the last two episodes or uh, where the 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 part one is called Weird Mageddon, <laughs> and it has the bad guy has like taken over the town, and I was actually really scared. I was really nervous about showing it to Tekla. Sure. And then to find out that she'd watched it with my ex, and she's like, "Oh, there was only one part that really scared me," and I felt kind of bad because I I really wanted to kind of broach that it was going to be a little right. scarier than what she was used to, and. But that's neither here nor there. And but she watched it and, and, and did enjoy it. But it's getting really fucking weird <laughs> and and really creepy. <laughs> so I mean, it, yeah, I, I, know, I, I think you think you'd really like it. I, I I found out by the way uh, that they they did a tiny tiny little crossover homage bit between it and Rick and Morty. I've heard really good things about Rick and Morty, and um, I haven't seen it yet. There, there's apparently some bit in one Gravity Falls episode where there's this, like, vortex that's opened up, and, and a few objects get sucked into it. Like I think it's, like, a, a mug and a notebook and an apple. Uh-huh. And um, dimensional portals are, are a big plot point in, in, in Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. So there, there's this, wonderful. So there's this one crowd scene where there's a bunch of, you know, portals that, 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 that are being opened. And one of them, of sudden, those three objects oh, come out. Oh, that's there. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is something I wanted to bring up because, uh, you know, last year this time, well, last year midway through the year, we did a mid mid year horror review. Oh yeah. And I don't know, like, I mean, I have stuff that I've seen that I like, but I, I'm I'm feeling like the very first year that we did, you know, the end of the year review when we had the first podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Jeff Harris of um, Fanboy News Network, Network mm-hmm. where I was like, yeah, I don't know what to talk about because I don't feel like there are any really big horror movie, the the big studio. Oh, there weren't. There, there's, there's studio wise, there's nothing to talk about. But. And, and, and there has been independent, but I, man, I just want this year to be, I love you guys. I, I love re- doing Don't Read the Latin. Oh, I, but fuck this year, man. And it's though I've had some really good stuff. Good, this didn't, didn't it follow us kind of this year? Yeah, it follows. And we love that movie. I know. Um, one that that I saw. Um, I loved. Um, you know, let us pray. I, yeah. I really like. Well, you know, here, let me. I mean, I know we're gonna end up doing a year sure. review. I mean, I know there's stuff that I've seen that, that uh, happened, but one I, that, that me, I really like that I can't remember if we if <laughs> if I talked about it on a podcast before or not was uh, "Goodnight, Mommy." That one scares me. I, I I want to and don't want to see that one. I, I, I was practically watching it like <laughs> through my fingers at, at points. It was yeah. <coughs> and yeah. you know, I think I think it'll be worse for you. It probably will. <laughs> One that I want to see that I haven't seen yet is uh, Bone Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking love the Western genre. You still haven't seen Creep yet, have you? I haven't. That one kind of scares me, too. It, it's it's really good. That's what I hear. So, but yeah, I want to start, uh, you know. Coherence is definitely going to make my best of the year list. Okay, so. We've got okay. stuff to talk about. All We're right, just, well, yeah. good. So, so I definitely need to see, I need to see Bone Tomahawk. I yeah. need to see, I need to see Creep. Uh, coherence. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, you know, I just feel like I'm not keeping up on stuff. Well, late phases was technically this year too, is wasn't it? it? 
I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, I know there's stuff we've seen this year that, that, that I know we that really is like. Good. Yeah. I know. Oh, did I? I I finally saw it. So, I, you know, I was unaware with, like, Godzilla and Gamera mm-hmm. and, and all of the other kaiju movies that, that they had a whole resurgence during the 90s. Because remember when you were talking about that you went to, 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 to Scarecrow right. and saw a whole bunch of the yeah. Godzilla? And I'm like, well, it, I honestly, I thought they just, like, I thought they were, like, the 50s and 60s. And, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I guess so we didn't, didn't make know. that clear. But, yeah. But, but no, yeah. you did, because you were like, no, I think this one, this one's, like, you know, 2000-something. I was like, what? <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I have I have my comfort movies. You know, I have, like, The Thin Man, and I love The Imposters, and, and, and uh, this horrible um, Sylvester Stallone movie called Oscar, you know, it's like, which aren't horror. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like I have my comfort movies, you know, stuff that I love to watch that's, you know, and a p- couple of, like, my really schlocky horror that I, like, watch when I'm feeling yucky and I want to feel better. His are all, he loves, he loves, like, the Godzilla and, and, and the Gamera movies. Oh, uh, so Jim, he, Jim the, new, the, the, the slightly boy, used boyfriend? The boyfriend boyfriend? Jim. Yeah. The slightly used boyfriend. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Okay, that didn't come out right. <laughs> Boyfriend Jim. Mm. Um, so I saw one of the the it was the first of the new kind of wave of mm. of camera. They're really good. <laughs> there, there was this really scary moment where this woman's like kind of in her business and like this dervish kind of thing like rolls through, which is one of the, the monsters. Because I, I I I barely remember. Because I mean I loved camera when I was a kid. Right. But I completely didn't remember well, like the Gamera little... is a, a friend to all children. I know. So, and, but the, the 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 bird creatures that are always kind of like what Gamera's fighting against, and they go through, and like all of a sudden the woman's dog's gone. You're like, that, that was that's not okay. That's not okay. You, you, you forgot to look this really up on. Good. You forgot to look this up on. Does the dog die? Oh yes. So they actually bring that up sometimes. And he mocked we... me. Oh my god, Jim mocked me because we were having a conversation one evening. And three different, totally unrelated subjects came up to which I said, oh, there's a really good documentary about that. And he pointed out, he's like, that's so funny. Like the last three things we've talked about, you brought up a documentary that's about that. I'm like, shut up. That, that's right. you, you haven't mentioned a documentary this, I don't have this episode. Any you don't have any documentaries. I don't have any documentaries. Um, I, I, I kind of do, but I, I didn't, you know, it's, it's A, it's one I'd seen before, and B, I wasn't completely paying attention to yeah. it, but when I was working the other day, but but was like, is Halloween here yet? You know, that, that kind of mood. Uh, I put on uh, Never Sleep Again, that four-hour-long oh, so Nightmare on Elm Street documentary as just background. One that I really meant to rewatch was, um, oh my goodness, what was it called? I think it was called The American Scare. Or uh, American Scream? No, no, that's the one that's that's uh um narrated by Mr. Handsome Pants with a sexy voice. Um, oh, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen. Amer- I think it's American Scream. Mr. Sexy Pants with a. We, we spent a lot of time together. If that was enough for me to know who you were talking about. <laughs> but it's the one who the, the guys who make the home haunts. I think it's called the American Scream. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the American Scream, and it's about these two guys 
maybe even a third, but it's in this Massachusetts community, three Halloween obsessed households that, that do um, neighbor kind of um, yeah. haunt, haunts in their homes. Yeah. And they're like on par almost with stuff that you see. Cause they like work the whole year on them and there's so much love. So Jen's documentary so, so, corner. So, so like that, that one character in um, uh, uh, Tales of Halloween. Yes. Oh my God. That was the best. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a favorite. It was it was oh, pretty was solid so throughout. Good. That one was really, really that was good. that was. Super I still fun. I really loved. Well, I loved the appearance of the woman who was in Let Us Pray because I still love her so much because I loved the Elvira fluffing up her breasts. Okay, no, I do have a favorite of Tales from Halloween, and that's yes. the one where the, the the kids are attacking this house, uh, and you don't find out why until that shot. You oh yeah yeah oh, that one incredibly long yeah God that was beautiful yeah I just I can't. I just, I, I think you, you just, you must not like nice things. Like, <laughs> if you just want to shit on that movie, like. Yeah, I, I, it, I don't get it. You, you just don't, you, you hate fun. Yeah. I, I, I guess maybe if you came to it and you were expecting it to be something more than that. If you yeah. were expecting it to be, like, really scary throughout right. or something. Or hearing people say something like, oh, the acting was terrible. And I'm like, oh, it was terrible. I mean, there was nobody who stuck out to me as, like, being... Like, I mean, it was all maybe a tiny bit hammy because yeah, it was all but, but, fun. Yeah, but that was the intention. It was kind of heightened and stylized. Yeah. So there. And I normally I'm, I know I'm all about my artsy-fartsy, slow burn, character driven, but <laughs> that movie was fucking fun and you should watch it. Oh, I, th- this reminds me of uh, one other 70s movie that, that I didn't mention is the, the, the last segment in Tales from Halloween with the pumpkins reminded me a lot in spirit of oh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, I was thinking it kind of reminded me of, like, um, the third Halloween. Oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, but I mean, just just in terms of, you know, you're having these, these pumpkins out and around killing people. Yeah, yeah. You know, remind me of... Yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. I, my... my, my, my my single favorite line in, in Attack of the Killer Tomatoes has to be... I'm unfamiliar. Really? I've never, yeah. Okay. I, you probably wouldn't like it. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so I'm going to tell you this one line sure. and, that, that, that I think you'll think is funny, and, and, and that's then good. You know, you can, them, yeah. Well, no, no, I was going to say, then you can walk away knowing like the good line from yeah, yeah. Um Because just how, how grave and serious this actor is pulling off this line is he, he's got the, this... This huge tomato, like you know, five feet across, something like that, that he's been studying and researching. And somebody asks him, you know, how things are going. You know, he's like, things are worse than we thought. <laughs> this is a cherry tomato. No. And then it cuts from that to a tomato like the size of a car chasing somebody. <laughs> That's awesome. I never need to watch. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, the, oh I, I will. I will tell you one other bit. There, there's the guy where uh, there, there's a point where this guy is trying to infiltrate the the, the tomatoes. You know, he he is, he is dressed as a tomato and is it? Yeah. And, I thought you were going to shoot me down on that. But no, no, absolutely dressed. And you know, it's working somehow, <laughs> right? And and <laughs> the tomatoes have accepted them as one of their own. yeah. Until you know they they they're about to to eat this guy and he's kind of you know looking at this and says. Well, all right. Can somebody please pass the ketchup? And the tomatoes oh, turn and turn look at him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very stupid movie, and I don't think you would like it. But, anyway. yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> That's thank, a good note to end on. I think. Thank goodness. Thank goodness we're back. And, yeah. And, and 
I know we keep saying I, I, this, but hopefully, hopefully this things really will calm down at this point. Yeah, I mean, something kind of epic would happen. I don't want to tell you. Don't get you. Ah, ah, the only thing that nothing no, could possibly. Nothing. Yeah, okay, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to finish that sentence. That's the awesome. Bye. <laughs>